Hey gardeners, welcome to the pilot episode of the Gardeners with Altitude podcast. I'm your host Regina Hitchcock. In this episode I'm going to be discussing starting seeds. Um, Any resources I discuss on this podcast will be linked or mentioned in the description of each episode. You can also visit our website www.gardenerswithaltitude.com for more information about anything on this or any other episode, as well as a full transcript of each episode. For our first episode, here's some background about the Gardeners with Altitude Garden Club, myself, and the reason I decided to produce this podcast. For those of you who don't know, the Gardeners with Altitude Organic Gardening Club of St. John's, Arizona was founded in 2008. Uh, We started the Garden Club as a way to help people learn to be more self-sufficient through growing their own food and to tap into the knowledge of those who have been dealing with the unique growing challenges that St. John's and much of the southern Colorado River Plateau deal with. I was the very first garden club president and have served as president for almost the entire last 12 years. In that 12 years, we've gone from a membership of nearly 60 down to a dozen and pretty much everywhere in between. I currently teach biology and agriculture at the high school as well as blog for Mother Earth News on the topic of high desert gardening, and I'm currently the secretary of the White Mountain Community Cooperative, an organization with a similar mission to the Gardeners with Altitude Club. Earlier this year, COVID-19 took a heavy toll on what we considered everyday life on the planet. Uh, Businesses were closed, many states locked down their constituents, imposed curfews, and imposed strict enforcement to social distancing. What that meant for our garden club was that we could no longer meet as a group and share gardening and homesteading information. In the midst of all this, people realized self-sufficiency was more important than they had originally thought, and many people started looking for ways to protect themselves by growing their own gardens, producing their own livestock and animal products, and just generally being more prepared to take care of themselves and their families. Because we can't meet as a group right now, I decided a podcast would be one additional way that people in our area could learn about gardening and homesteading in our unique climate. So let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, When we talk about starting seeds, I'm going to be referring to mostly vegetable seeds. The mission of the Garden Club and this podcast is to help people better be able to produce food for themselves and their families. While flowers, shrubs, and trees play an important role in landscaping and pollinator attraction, they are secondary to the information I want to share with you. There will be episodes that discuss pollinator-friendly flowers that can easily be incorporated into the vegetable garden, but for the subject today, I'll only be discussing vegetables. Planting vegetable seeds can be broken down into basically two categories, direct seeding out in the garden and growing seedlings indoors. Um, While the basic premise is the same for both, there are some major differences. I'll start with direct seeding outdoors and give you some tips to help help you be more successful in that. So here in St. John's, we have two things working against us when we direct seed. First, direct seeding requires the soil stay moist so the seeds can pop out of their seed coats. But St. John's is a high altitude desert, so keeping the soil moist long enough to germinate seeds can be a real problem, particularly if you can't be home to miss the soil multiple times a day, like if you have a job or whatever. This is particularly problematic when trying to germinate very small seeds like lettuce or carrots that are only covered with a very fine layer of soil. 
That alone is enough to discourage many gardeners from growing anything from seed directly in the ground. The other problem we have when we direct seed is knowing when to start it or when to plant it. Many seeds, like beans and corn, will not germinate well in cold soil, but if you wait until the soil is warm consistently, the growing season won't be long enough to mature your vegetables. So between those two things, there's an awful lot of uncertainty in starting seeds directly outdoors. One way to get better, faster germination of seeds that need to be planted outdoors is to pre-sprout them in moist paper towels inside a plastic bag. By pre-sprouting carrots, for example, um, you can cut the germination time down from almost 21 days in the cool soil to like less than 10 days inside the house. Since I'm just sprouting them in a paper towel and not growing them in a pot, I can then easily move the tiny seeds with their roots right back out into the moist prepared seed bed and not have to worry about transplant shock um, or any of those bizarre misshapen roots that carrots get if they are grown to plant size indoors. Uh, to sprout in paper towels, just soak them and wring them out, then spread them flat and sprinkle some seed onto half of it, making sure to allow the seed plenty of space in between. And then fold the paper towel in half and place it in a large plastic storage baggie. Place this storage baggie on top of the fridge or even on a seedling heat mat and you'll see seeds germinating in half the time they normally do. Recently, uh, we had a garden club member who suggested using an instant pot or even like a crock pot on the warm setting if you don't have a heat mat. Uh, this technique works really well for carrots, lettuce, kale, spinach, really any of the small seeded vegetables. It's also very effective for corn and squash family seeds, as the seeds are often stolen by birds or small mammal mammals before they even sprout outside. The key is to make sure they just sprout, not grow leaves or get too large, before you move them outside. Um, several other garden members have recommended covering the seed beds of direct seeded vegetables with a fine layer of peat moss, potting soil, or vermiculite, rather than pre-spouting the seed indoors. Uh, these fine coverings definitely do help preserve um, soil moisture and protect the seeds from drying out, but they can blow away too. It's also very important to make sure that the layer is very fine because some seeds need light to germinate. One thing you definitely want to avoid in our area uh, is trying to cover the seeds with paper, um, paper towels, tissue, any of that kind of thing, uh, because that paper tends to wick soil moisture away from the seeds, which can make the drying out of the seeds much, much worse. For plants that are normally started indoors and transplanted as larger plants, like peppers, tomatoes, and eggplant, Germinating the seed is only the first important step to getting healthy transplants. Peat pellets and core pellets are really effective at getting a very high germination rate with indoor started plants. They start out, the pellets start out as thin discs and then you soak them in water and they expand. It makes a great little cube sized shape of soil media for your seeds to germinate in. Um, peppers need anywhere between 8 and 12 weeks of growth before they should be planted outdoors. Even that sometimes isn't quite enough. Um, sometimes even maybe 14 weeks depending on the variety of peppers would be fine. Our last average 
frost is usually May 15th. So that means peppers should be started indoors in early March to be grown big enough that they can go outside at the proper time. Tomatoes only need five to eight weeks of growth for the most part and eggplants are somewhere in between. But I have personally found that if you plant eggplants at the same time as peppers, I get the best results. The real key to growing transplants like these indoors is light. Plants get leggy or very long between leaf nodes when they have more water, heat, and nutrients than they have light. These leggy plants have weak stems that can result in breakage and death once they're planted outside, especially in our winds. Uh, so keeping very strong light very close to them from the time they germinate to the time that they go outside is really, really important. A sunny windowsill is absolutely not enough light for transplants to be healthy and strong. Even most greenhouses do not provide enough light to keep the plants compact and healthy. So making sure you have lights really close to the leaves for at least 14 hours a day, very important. Regular fluorescent shop lights placed about an inch above the top leaf is often enough for the first couple weeks of life. But if you're going to keep them indoors more than maybe five to six weeks, a full spectrum grow light would help tremendously. Once a plant has become leggy, you can't fix it. So preventing it is really, really important. To strengthen the stems of plants that are started as seedlings indoors, turn on a strong fan and have it oscillate over the seedlings once they're a couple inches high. This will dry out the soil or the medium quite a bit. So just make sure that you watch the water level. The movement of the air pushes the stems around, making them stronger. It's really necessary to get those stems nice and strong before these plants go outside in our wind. As far as knowing when to plant seed outdoors, the normal last frost is May 15th, like I said before. But we have had frost as late as June 9th, like this year, um, and as early as March 3rd a couple years ago. Many seeds won't germinate in soil cooler than 70 degrees, but waiting until the soil is consistently warm will not allow plants enough time to grow to maturity. Um, sometimes the soil doesn't warm to 70 degrees and stay that way until July. So if you waited until July to plant your garden, yeah, you're not going to have enough time to get those vegetables mature. One old recommendation from several experienced gardeners in the area is to plant twice as much much seed as you want to grow. The theory is that there's a better chance of one seed sprouting when two are in the ground together. I do this with lots of warm weather plants like cucumbers, squash, and melons, and I don't often have to replant because none of them came up. You can also warm the soil with black plastic, which works really well for things like corn, which won't germinate in cold soil, but can tolerate a bit of cold water weather when they're plants. Simply lay black plastic, tarps, or even dark colored tablecloths on the soil for a week or so before you want to plant. You can even replace that plastic covering after the seeds have been sown to warm the soil and conserve soil moisture while they germinate. Just watch them pretty carefully as you want to remove the covering when you see the first couple seeds pop up. Uh, they need to get that light so they can photosynthesize. Planting seeds in St. John's, whether directly in the ground, pre-sprouting indoors, or growing your own seedlings indoors, can prove to be challenging. I hope this podcast gave you a couple good ideas of how to get better seed germination in our crazy weather. It is crazy. There comes a great sense of accomplishment when you can overcome challenges and be successful in gardening in such a unique climate. 
For more information about this topic or any other topic or product mentioned on this podcast, visit the Garden Club website at www.gardenerswithaltitude.com or consult the description of this episode. Until next time, gardeners, good luck and happy gardening.